Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Thank you for tuning in to Buffalo Means Business on News Radio 930 WBEN. I'm Randy Bushover. The program highlights local businesses and services in the region. And if there's a local business or service you'd like to hear from, send me an email at randy.bushover at intercom.com. Joined for this segment by John Elmore, who is a local attorney, and I'll have him talk a little bit more about the practice. But uh, certainly John is a well-known individual here in the community because, among other things, a New York State Trooper, Assistant Attorney General, also worked as an Assistant DA. Uh, that's correct. I, I, my first job out of law school was in the best prosecutor's office in the state of New York. I was fortunate to be hired by the Manhattan District Attorney's Office. And my first day there, um, two young attorneys started with me who became governors, and that's Elliot Spitzer and, and uh, Andrew Como. So we were all young assistant DAs in, in our 20s uh, starting out our careers in law together. Yeah, and I think a lot of people have like that kind of... Uh uh, what, what's the NBC show now? Law and Order view of like a, what a, an assistant DA does. Mm-hmm. Is what's portrayed on the television even close to resembling what you actually did? Wow. You know, I, I, television, in television you can solve a crime in an hour and a trial lasts 10 or 15 minutes. So it's a little bit different. Yeah. It's yeah, a little bit ab- different. But, absolutely. And, yeah. and, and, and going back to the other experience we, we talked about, uh, New York State Trooper. So you've kind of had... Uh, not exactly every single aspect you could of doing the serve and protect, but uh, those kind of things have, uh, I would assume, helped you in some way in the role that you have now as a as an attorney. I think so. It's, it's really important that if you're a lawyer and the police are involved, that you understand how the police operate and do, did they make mistakes um, or did they do the things in in the right direction? What information can you get from them? And and also being a fort, former New York State trooper, I think it helps me have a good relationship with the police departments. Like, for instance, I'm a certified um, police instructor. Uh, Yesterday, um, I was teaching a class at the police academy uh, involving police chiefs and supervisors from all of the towns and and the city of Buffalo um, at the police academy just yesterday. And now probably should establish, too, that obviously you're an attorney, but are you practicing by yourself or are you part of a firm still? Well, I, well there's, a, there's, there's a small firm. Um, we have three attorneys, uh, myself, uh, Steve Boyd, and then we have one associate. We have uh, six paralegals and, and support staff working with us along with a, a, a full-time uh, accountant and receptionist. And what is the basics uh, of what you do? Is it personal injury or, or is it much more than that? Well, we are mostly focused on representing accident victims. My um, client base involves people who are involved in automobile accidents, construction accidents, slip and fall accidents, and premise liability um, accidents. Occasionally, uh, I will take a criminal case, but it's got to be somebody that's been a really, really good former client of mine early in my career, 
I exclusively focused on on criminal practice. But now that as as I'm getting a little bit older, um, I'm, I'm mo- more focused on representing accident victims. Uh, I don't represent the gang bangers. I don't represent the drug dealers. I don't represent people that killed people. But if there's somebody that deserves a break, somebody that made a mistake, somebody that's a former client of mine, then then I will um, take make an exception and take those cases. Well, if we could take these piece by piece, starting with the, the accidents uh, first, the auto accident part, uh, there are a, a number of things that you probably should think of, but it's going to be difficult because you, you just got involved in something that's pretty traumatic, so your mind is not really focused on what that, that people should know. Well, the first thing, if somebody's involved in an accident, you, you know, you have to realize you don't really know um, how hurt you are because a lot of times somebody could have a a back injury, a neck injury, and, and the pain not just necessarily be apparent there, but you could have a disc herniation, and two or three days later, you're going to not be able to turn your neck or or, rot- or, or you're going to have severe back pain. So, you know, don't, don't um, think that just because it's a minor accident that there may not be an injury. Um, people always want to know, should I call the police? I think in, in most instances, if there's significant damage to your vehicle, uh, and if you do feel any pain, you should call the police. You should get your car out of the roadway so that you don't get hit again or endanger other vehicles. But you should definitely call the police. Um, in circumstances where you don't call the police, you have to make sure that you get the other driver's information. We all have cell phones uh, with with uh, photographed capable um, capabilities. So. Uh, I think it's important to take pictures of the damage to the vehicles. Before you move your car, uh, take pictures of the location uh, and the position of the vehicles because that's evidence that's available. Um, And then if the police don't come, um, take a picture of the other driver's um, driver's license, the registration, uh, the insurance card, uh, and then you have it preserved to give your uh, insurance company, and if you need to, hi- to hire a lawyer because you are seriously injured, uh, that information is captured for your attorney. And as far as getting the police report, that's generally not too difficult. You just have to take the time to go to the precinct uh, that would be closest to wherever the accident happened, and it takes them, what, a day or two to actually process? It takes a couple of days, and there are some police agencies in, in Erie County um, that um, put the... Uh, the accident reports uh, online and you for a credit card fee you can just print it online yeah uh, and uh, no fault law the, apparently that kind of works in because new york state uh, has a lot of quirky things in it but no fault is one of them how does that come into play no fault okay so if you it, it's really strange but if you're involved in an accident in new york state it does not matter who's at fault your own insurance company pays for all of your medical bills. Not the, not the person that caused the accident, but your own insurance company. And that, that benefits you because in the old days before no fault, if somebody had an accident, there were really people that were seriously injured that didn't have any insurance that couldn't get the medical attention that they needed. And, and oftentimes uh, it just didn't seem to be fair. So our legislature and their wisdom created a no fault law. So so there's a document that has to be filled out within 30 days, submitted to your insurance company. And then um, the doctors or the medical providers that you see will bill your own insurance company 
um, to pay for your medical treatment. Additionally, if you are out of work, your own insurance company will pay you up to 80 up to 80% of your lost wages to a maximum of $2500 a month in lost wages while you're out. Now, an, another quirk though of, of the no fault law is this is that if you are going to get informate if you're going to get money or you want to file a lawsuit against the carrier of the car that caused the accident, you can only collect uh, for pain and suffering if you have a serious physical injury. And that's called the no-fault threshold. Just let me take a minute to explain that, okay? What is a serious physical injury? It automatically qualifies if you have a broken bone, a scar, a disfigurement, or something that totally disables you for 90 out of the first 180 days. That qualifies as a serious physical injury, and you can sue the other driver for your pain and suffering. Or if you have what the law says is a significant limitation of a bodily member, organ, or function, uh, that's a permanent injury. Uh, so let's say you don't have a broken bone, you don't have a surgery, you're not out of work for 90 out of the first 180 days. A typical example would be if somebody has a back or a neck injury and they see a chiropractor for a year and their normal range of motion to turn, twist, or bend is significantly limited, is significantly impaired, and it's never going to return to normal. And that would qualify under what the law calls the no-fault threshold as well. Speaking with attorney John Elmore on Buffalo Means Business on News Radio 930 WBEN. And uh, I'm certain there are many more areas to cover in, in terms of the, the auto accident part, but I also wanted to take some time to discuss a couple other areas, and uh, one of them, construction accidents. And this would be, I'm assuming that this was would be uh, perspective of a worker and something happened during the course of them working. Sure. You know, um, there's something in, in New York State that's called Labor Law 240. And the, the typical um, construction accident cases that we take are, are when somebody falls out, off a uh, elevated um, platform uh, or a ladder or something like that, okay? And New York State has, has a law that says, really, there's, there's strict liability um, to a, a, what's known as a third party if somebody uh, falls uh, off a scaffold or off a ladder, okay? So workers' compensation says that you cannot sue your employer. But in construction cases, there's a contractor, there's a general contractor, there's a subcontractor. And so although you can't sue your employer, if there is somebody that has a you know, a fall off a scaffold or a fall off a ladder or something like that, um, they, they should realize that they do have rights. There are, because when somebody falls off a scaffold or off a, a ladder, I mean, those falls are, are catastrophic. And, and I've had, you know, people who, um, you know, have had to have multiple surgeries to their neck, to their back. They've had neurological damages and have never been able to return to work. And, and those cases, uh, you know, we've been able to require to, to, to uh, obtain judgments in, ex, ex, in excess of a million dollars or even more than that um, and, and put the money um, in an account where so that it's structured and then this, this construction uh, worker who's seriously injured has money that will last them for the rest of their life. And you had also mentioned premise liability. I'm going to assume that a couple of examples would be icy sidewalk during winter in front of a storefront, 
uh, maybe not shoveled properly, and and or uh, something like a newly mopped floor in a supermarket. Yeah, no, and those cases are very, very difficult. You know, uh, a lot of times if somebody might call and they say, you know, I, I fell um, and, and not really know why or how they fell or what caused them to fall, fall and, and, and those are cases that you, you just can't take. But what we have to, 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 to prove if, we, if there is a good slip and fall case is, is that there's an owner of a premises and they left a dangerous condition uh, and they knowingly did that and, uh, and, and as a result somebody fell and somebody was injured. You know, you, you're responsible for looking and, and knowing where you're walking um, but you know, I mean, and, and we're in Buffalo and you know, you know, nobody is expected to have their sidewalk shoveled down to the bear, but homeowners have to take reasonable steps, uh, to make sure that their sidewalks are, are shoveled and, and salted. And, and, uh, there's a higher level of responsibility if, if you are the owner of a commercial establishment. If you are an owner of a mall where you're going to have thousands of people coming in, um, those places are required uh, to keep logs, uh, you know, of how they, well, actually their, their insurance companies are going to require them to do that because uh, of the danger of them getting sued, but, and, and, but you know, logs of plowing and salt and, and everything, and they have to take reasonable steps to do so to make sure that the pedestrians are safe. And if they don't do that, um, and people are injured, then then there is a, a possibility of a, of a lawsuit and and uh, compensation for their injuries and pain and suffering. And kind of fine tuning the supermarket example that I just laid out, is it as easy for the the store owner manager just by putting out the little yellow sign with the caution on it that uh, they're covered? That is a really really good defense that they put a sign out and say that this you know be careful, this is slippery. And, and if it's visible, uh, that's a very, very good defense. And, and people have to be aware and, and pay attention as to where they're, they're walking, certainly. Well, we could easily carry this on for an hour plus, I'm sure. But sadly, we've come to the end of this particular uh, segment. If people want to get in touch with you, uh, first of all, they, can, they, can they do just something as simple as a, a phone consultation to begin with? Oh, absolutely. You know, I, I, my, my phone number is really the easy to remember. It's 300 That's really 3 million. Three zero 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 zero. I'm on Facebook. My uh, website is johnvelmore.com, and um, you know I'd be happy to give a free consultation by the phone. And if it looks like there's a potential case, you can come in and see me, and I'll consult with you for free. And if you hire me, I'm not going to ask for any money from you. My my money will be one third of the recovery that I get from the insurance company. Very good. Pleasure to chat with you, and uh, thanks for coming in. Thank you very much. That's Attorney John Elmore. This is Buffalo Means Business on News Radio 930, WBEN. T Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus ATT and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.